0: Hi, I'm Grant Dufresne, and welcome to Dufresne Ministries podcast channel. We believe that as you listen to this message, your faith will be stirred and you will be encouraged in whatever you are believing God for today. Stay tuned to the end of this message to find out more information about our ministry. You lift your hands under the Lord tonight. Father, we give you, yes, I'll do that, right shoulder being healed right now someone's right shoulder is being healed right now, whoever you are, you're going to be able to wave it all over the air and you're going to find the pain is gone. Thank you, Father, for your indwelling presence in our lives. Thank you for a fresh touch of the anointing of the Holy Spirit, a slight paralysis in the face, slight loss of feeling, Uh, To one side of your mouth, that's going in Jesus' name. That's leaving. Migraine headache is leaving right now in the name of Jesus. This upsetness in your stomach that caused you to say, I don't even know if I can come to the service tonight. That's going now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father, for healing. Thank you that you have not stopped miracles thank you for a fresh touch of the anointing i receive it now in jesus name and everybody said amen, amen. give a shout of praise to the lord amen. Hallelujah. hallelujah amen god bless you and you can be seated wow it's always a privilege to be here in Marietta, california And to see your face and to be with Pastor Nancy and all the family. Pastor Morgan, thank you for the introduction. You did not say your majesty, but other than that, (laughs) it's okay. It's great to be back. Um, As I'm sure you, you probably know, I'm sure Pastor told you, we were supposed to be here Sunday. But our flight on Saturday was canceled. And Lindsay may say a word about that because she did have some things to say about that. Um, our flight was canceled on Saturday, and then our flight was canceled Sunday. We were supposed to be on the first flight out of Dallas Sunday morning in order to get here in time for the service. And that flight got canceled. And so they put us on a flight yesterday, and we prayed that it wouldn't be canceled. You know, um, you know people say, well, why do things like that happen to Christians? You know, why, why do why do you have delays? Well, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how a black cow can eat green grass and give white milk and make yellow butter either. I don't know. You know, stop trying to figure everything out. I, I, I know that it happened to the apostle Paul. I mean, he was on his way by command of God to go to Rome and wound up in Malta, you know, for several months. But I did notice uh, recently in an article that I read online, of course, you know, I I believe everything that I read online. (laughs) Uh, I did notice that the article said that Malta, which in those days was called Melita, Malta is the most Christianized nation per capita in the world. There are more Christians per capita on the island of Malta than anywhere else in the world and has one of the leading currencies in the world as well. And they have a St. Paul's Day and they celebrate the life and ministry of St. Paul for what he did while he was on that island. So, you know, uh, Malta became a stopping place along the way. So why do things happen like that? I don't know. But, but for some reason, some reason we were delayed. So we got here yesterday and uh, we got, got a good night's rest. Uh, got, uh, got to go to Target last night. And, and, uh, you know, they wanted 20 cents for a bag to put the stuff in. Um, welcome to California. Uh, you know, I had to ask for a straw. <laughs> I mean, what's with that? What's, what's, oh, never mind. We don't do things like that in Texas, you know. <laughs> you heard the story, you know, about Texas. Everything's big in Texas. You know, I live in Dallas, and everything's big in Texas. This man went to the restaurant. And uh, he ordered a steak, and it came out, and it was like 72 ounces. And he said, "Well, this is the biggest steak I've ever seen." I said, "Well, Mister, everything's big in Texas." <laughs> you know? And uh, and and he ordered a cup of coffee, and they brought it in a in a in a in a wash tub. <laughs> he said, "Well, what's he said? Everything's big in Texas." Well, after he drank that coffee, he had to go to the bathroom. <laughs> And it was the restaurant was in a was adjacent to a, to the hotel. So you had to walk down the lobby, and he took the wrong turn. He fell into the swimming pool, <laughs> and he yelled, "Don't flush it! Don't flush it!" You know. <laughs> I don't know why I told that. I mean, but anyway, welcome to California. Uh, we came out for for a week or ten days to have a little time, a little family time off. And um, to get to be here tonight, as well as Lindsay will be coming Sunday, and uh, because Pastor Nancy is gracious enough to allow her to move Sundays because we didn't make it this past Sunday, so we're gonna uh, have some time here. All of our our children are with us, and we're just having having a lovely time. Woke up with the chickens this morning, you know, because of the two-hour time change, and that's good. So my time, it's uh, already 9:30, so I'll be ready for bed in a few minutes. But just so wonderful to be out here. I, I love California. I love California. I love paying for shopping bags, and I love having to ask for straws and all those things that you have to do out here in California. And the the hillsides. The last time I was here, everything was brown. Yeah. What happened? Rain. Yeah. And that's an unusual foreign word to California. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Understand your reservoirs are full, yeah. and you're back up. You're no longer in the uh, what do you call it? Uh, Dra- famine, <laughs> a drought. <laughs> so, and I understand you had a poppy and butterfly invasion out here. Yeah. So, wow. Yeah. Well. Anyway, well, praise God for that. Um, I was all prepared uh, to preach tonight when I went to bed last night. Um, I had I had everything all lined out, all that I was going to talk about. I, I just had it. I just had it, chapter and verse. I was ready to rock and roll until I got up this morning. And the Lord said, get your pen and start writing. I said, now, Lord, I know what you're about to do. You're about to give me something. He said, yeah, I'm going to give you something fresh. And I thought, well, maybe what I had planned wasn't so fresh. Have you ever been to your refrigerator to open it? And you say, mm, something's not fresh in here. I know that happened to me the other day and I had to throw some things out. So uh, this morning early, I got up and and nobody else, was, uh, nobody else was, was up yet. I was up early before everybody. And I uh, sat down at the table in this little place we rented. We've got a place where all, all of us are, can be together. And uh, I, that's my kind. I don't like to go to a hotel. I like a place where we're all together, you know, all running around in our pajamas together. Uh, so um, I got my pen, and the Lord said, uh, start writing. I said, well, Lord, I didn't even bring my notebook. You know, for, for, and he said, well, what do you have? And I well, so I said, well, I, I've got a legal pad in my case. I guess I could start writing in it. So I sat down and started writing, and he gave me something. So turn in your Bibles to Joshua chapter 10. And let's talk for a moment about the day that the earth stood still. Okay? Did you ever see that old movie, uh, the, the, the Day the Earth Stood Still? It starred Sir Michael Rennie. And Patricia Neal, yeah. yeah. who I actually met one time years ago, she came to Tulsa uh, when we were living there, and um, it had a, a bunch of other other people in it, and it was the story of an alien who comes to Earth and tries to get the attention of the of the uh, American government and all the governments around the world that that uh, their their reach for space was taking them to a level that was going to bring them in conflict with, conflict with other worlds. Now obviously it's science fiction, we understand that. And uh, he, he, he meets the noted scientist of the day who was played by an, a great Jewish actor named Sam Jaffe. And you may, you may remember the movie Ben-Hur. Sam Jaffe was in Ben-Hur, he was the, he was the steward of, of the house of her, the old man with the gray hair. That that's Sam, Sam Jeffy, and he he used to be on a uh, television doctor show back in the fifties and sixties. I know that nobody in this crowd's old enough to remember the fifties and sixties, but me. Uh, but anyway, he was a great old actor. He's passed away now, but in the movie, uh, Sir Michael Rennie, who plays the the uh, the alien, goes to him and says, "We've got to make a change." And he he asks. For, for a message to be sent to all of the leaders of the world to come so he can talk to them. And, of course, all of them are too busy to come and talk to him. And he says, well, what if we do something that gets the world's attention? And uh, he, said, he said, I can do it in such a way that no one will die, no one will be injured, no flights will be stopped, uh, no uh, hospitals will, will uh, stop functioning. But he, he organizes uh, an event where the world stops. And then he gets the attention of the world, and they all come to hear him. Well, that's that's, that's just that's just a story. But I, I remember as as young young watching watching that movie the day the earth stood still. Well, I think the idea perhaps came from Joshua chapter ten. And if you look at that uh, for just a moment, this is what the Lord gave me this morning, because this is a passage that I knew about, but I had never paid any attention to it. Have you ever found a passage of the Bible that you knew about, but you never really paid much attention to it? Well, that's the, what this passage is to me. Starting at verse 10. And the Lord discomfited them before Israel and slew them with a great slaughter at Gibeon and chased them along the way that goeth up to Beth Horon and smote them at Ezekah or Ezekah, and unto Makedah. And it came to pass as they fled "...from before Israel and were in the going down to Beth Horon, that the Lord cast down great stones, uh, more than likely hailstones." That's one of the reasons why our flight was canceled Saturday. We had huge hail and tornado storms all over that part of Texas. "...and they died. And there were more which died with hailstones than they whom the children of Israel slew with the sword." Then spake Joshua to the Lord in the day when the Lord delivered up the Amorites before the children of Israel and said in the sight of Israel, Son, stand still upon Gibeon and thou moon in the valley of Ajalon. And the sun stood still and the moon stayed until the people had avenged themselves upon their enemies. Is not this written in the book of Joshua? So the sun stood still in the midst of heaven and hastened not to go down about a whole day. And there was no day like that before it or after it that the Lord hearkened unto the voice of a man for the Lord fought for Israel. Uh, This is the day that the the Lord caused the earth to stand still because of the prayer of a man. Now, we understand that God is no respecter of persons. So if he'll hearken to the voice of Joshua, then he will hearken to your voice. Amen. Amen. Now I made some notes, excuse me for using a lot of notes tonight, but this is just fresh off the wire from the Holy Spirit. I just wrote it. And uh, if, you'd, if you'd like to try to read this, good luck. Cause I can't even hardly read my own writing. Uh, my wife says I write in tongues and she does not have the gift of interpretation extraordinary in every way was this day. And this passage teaches us several very important principles. So you might want to get something to write on, get your smartphone, get your dumb phone, uh, get whatever phone you brought, whatever device you brought, or get a pad and paper and make some notes because God gave me three things about this passage today that I think will be a blessing in your life. Number one, he showed me his concern, God's concern for his people. God is concerned about you. He knows who you are. He knows where you live. He knows what you're going through. He knows your need. Let that sink down inside you. You're not a worm, you're not an afterthought, you're not an accident. You are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. You were made only a little bit lower than the angels. You can do all things through Christ who strengthens you and greater is he who's in you than he that's in the world. So God has concern for his people. Are you part of his people? I am. I'm one of his people. I'm not all of his people, but I'm one. All right? All right. Joshua had been tricked by the people of Gibeon. They had heard what he and his army had done in Jericho, mm-hmm. and in Ai, yeah. and they concocted a deceitful scheme. Right. They did not want to be destroyed, and so they came uh, uh, pretending uh, to to be servants, and they made it. God bless you. And they made a deal. Well, someone sneeze. You say, God bless you. Uh, I know this is California, but nevertheless, you still do it. Uh-uh. What was I talking about? Oh, Gibeon. (laughs) They made a deal and tricked Joshua so he would not destroy the city. And five Amorite kings got upset about it. And they decided to attack Gibeon. And Gibeon sent word to uh, Joshua to come and help. And the Bible says that Joshua and his group traveled all night. And you'd have thought when they got there, they'd been exhausted. But instead, they man they dropped their bags off, and I mean, they you know they went straight, they went straight to you know to, to the battle. You know, you get off a plane, uh, get off a plane, and your wife and your children are are, are tired. But the minute they hit that place you're going to stay, let's go to the mall. You know, <laughs> it's amazing how quickly you can be revived. <laughs> you know, Fashion Island is there. Um, God's concern for His people; it's important. Uh, you understand what's going on here. And Joshua leads the, the, the armies of Israel into battle and they start having a tremendous victory. And they start chasing them. And they ran, out of, they ran out of daylight. They just ran out of daylight. And in order to complete the job, Joshua prayed, sought the Lord and asked him, for the sun to stand still. Now that's unprecedented in history. There is a certain system and order that God has set up. The earth rotates around the sun. Now you know we have people today in this world who are a part of the flat earth society. And there are still people who believe that the earth is flat. Flat. That's not a problem that Christopher Columbus had. Christopher Columbus had read Isaiah. And Isaiah tells us that God sits on the circumference, the circle of the world. Well, only things that are round have a circumference. I don't understand why, you know, people can't understand or can't figure out the fact that the world is round. It's, you know, when I flew uh, to India this past year uh, for the event, which I, I told you about uh, that I was going to, and I, I showed video in January when I was here and I'm going back again later this year and I'll talk more about that. Maybe somewhere I'll find a place to work that in. But uh, when we were going, we were flying from Dallas and we were going to, to, uh, to fly to Dubai in the United Arab Emirates and then stop and change planes and then go on to India because that's the fastest route. If you go up through Europe, it's going to take you about six to eight hours longer. So we were going to go down uh, through uh, through Dubai and change, and then go on to Hyderabad, where I was meeting with those 1,000 rural pastors. Well, you know, the first thing you thought of, you're just going to take off from Dallas. You're going to go straight east. You know, but that's not how you fly. You take the circle of the world into consideration. So we didn't fly directly east. We flew directly north. We went straight up over Nova Scotia. We went up over Iceland. We came down over Finland. We came down only a few miles from Moscow in Russia, right straight down through the Middle East. So we went up like this and around. If we had gone this way, it'd taken us a lot longer because the world is round. The world is not flat. And when airliners go overseas, they take a northern route and come down, which in your mind says, well, it's going to take longer. No, it's shorter because the world is round. Take that all you flat earth people, you know. (laughs) Wake up, you know. Wake up and smell the coffee beans. Alright, so he needed he needed more daylight. And so he commanded the sun to stand still. Now you talk about someone who had nerve. He commanded the sun and the moon stand still. Well, that goes against everything the way that God created it. But God wanted Him to complete the victory. Now, I want to stop right here for just a minute. You've got something going on in your life that you know needs to be completed. And there's something holding you back. And God wants you to complete the job. God wants you to have a complete victory. God wanted all of those five Amorite armies to be wiped out so they couldn't come against the people of God again. He didn't want three of them to be wiped out or four of them. He wanted all of the devil's group to be wiped out so they couldn't come back against God's people. And Joshua knew that. And he said, Son, stand still. And moon, you stay in your place. And God heard his prayer and stopped the sun, and stopped the moon. And the Bible says, for about a whole day. Scientists today have not yet been able to figure out why there is a missing gap in history. If they just read... Joshua chapter 10, they find the answer to their question because Joshua commanded the sun and the moon to stand still and they did. Yes. Yes, amen. amen. Mark 11, Jesus cursed the fig tree and they went on into town and came back the next day. Peter said, look master, the, the, the fig tree that you cursed yesterday has withered up from the roots. And Jesus said, Peter, have faith in God, or in other words, have the God kind of faith. What is the God kind of faith? The God kind of faith is the kind of faith that speaks to mountains. Whosoever shall say unto this mountain, this need, this problem, whatever it is, whosoever shall say with your mouth, and you can't speak with your mouth closed. Come on, come on. right, that's right. That's right. That's right. I said, or a man said to me one day, I pray in tongues, but I, I never opened my mouth. I said, how do you do that? Are you a ventriloquist? How, how, do, you, how do you speak in tongues without speaking? Yeah. I mean, it's just You know, there's some yahoos in the world, you know. <laughs> Whosoever shall say, it's got to get up into your mouth. Whosoever shall say unto this mountain, this problem, this need, be thou removed. And be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he saith. Now, that scripture wasn't written until long after Joshua was gone. But Joshua understood the principle and he spoke it. He said, Sun, stand still, moon, stand still. And they did. God honored his prayer because God wanted the victory to be completed and I want you to know that whatever it is that you're facing, God wants you to complete it. He does not want you to be defeated. He gets no glory in you being defeated. I was not going to be defeated and not being able to get out of Dallas. somehow, some way, I was getting to California. He didn't stop there. He said, what things, soever you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive and you shall have it. When you pray, believe. Everybody say, when you pray, pray, believe." pray. Believe. believe. So when do you believe? When you pray. Now that's not how many Christians pray. A lot of Christians pray and wonder. They pray and they say, well, I, I, I wonder if I wonder if God's out there. Does, does God know who I am? Does, does God still answer prayer? Is he too busy with world affairs? You know, is he, uh, you know, is he following the news? I mean, what's, what's, what's God up to? And does he, does he care about me? I'm just a little speck out here in the universe. God doesn't know anything about me. He's not, he doesn't have a concern for me. That's the biggest lie Satan has ever perpetrated. That's right. That's right. That's right. He's concerned about his people. Let me tell you, if he can see a sparrow when it falls. He knows you. And he knows that he's put something in your heart and it may not have been completed yet. And the reason I believe that he stopped the sun when uh, Joshua commanded it is because he knew that Joshua had a job to do and could not complete the job without God joining in with what Joshua said. And so when Joshua said, son, stand still, He was speaking words of faith. He was talking to mountains. He was commanding them in the authority of the name of the Lord to stop and to stand still. Science cannot figure it out. All they need to do is read the Bible. So number one is God's concern for his people. Number two, the Lord showed me God's control over his creation. God's control. Actually, the earth stopped rotating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you talk about God controlling things. Yeah. Wow. Now we human beings, we have a tendency, we want to be in control. You know, we, we, we're uh, obsessive compulsive. A lot of us look straight ahead. Don't look to your right or left. <laughs> we want to be in charge. You know, everyone wants to be in charge. Well, I got news. None of us are in charge. That's right. Right. He's in charge. Amen. When he says go this way, we go that way. Right. When he says go this way, we go this way. When we go, he says go that way, you go that way. He's in, yes. He's in charge. I could have stuck with the plan that I had for tonight, mm-hmm. but he said go a different direction. Yeah. And it's funny. I said to him, "Well, Lord, I'm not prepared." He said, "Well, that's funny. I am." Yeah. <laughs> So I made a change because he changed what he wanted me to do. Because someone here tonight, you've got something that's going on in your life that's right down these lines. And this message is tailor made for you. So the second thing is, is God's control over his universe. In other words, God who created everything can still speak to everything. He hasn't changed. His arm has not been shortened. Now I realize that there are people who believe that God does not perform miracles like he used to perform miracles, that somehow God has gone out of the miracle business. But that's not true. When I was in India this past October, with 1,000 rural pastors who have no access to internet. And when I ministered to them for five days, I preached 12 times to 1,000 pastors. I laid my hands on each one of them individually. I anointed them with oil. I gave them a special certificate and ordained them officially into the ministry and then gave them one of our tablets, which is about the size of an iPad, with 20,000 pages of resources from our ministry. that goes all the way back into the 1950s through my father and me, as well as hundreds of hours of audio and video, including my entire online school, which I made as a gift to them. And I have 50,000 students in 119 countries. I gave that as a seed to them, laid my hands on them and sent them back to their villages. Since then, and I showed you some of the video in January. Since that time, those 1,000 pastors already are pastoring churches, every one of them. But now in these months since, since then, they have begun 157 brand new churches. Most of them had no idea that God still healed today. No one had ever told them. They had never prayed for the sick. Now they're praying for the sick. They're having cancers fall off of people's bodies. They've had people who've been raised from the dead. They've had cripples walking whole villages are getting saved. The word is spreading all throughout that part of India. I'm going back again into another area of India later this year, and we're going to have 2,000 pastors. And now these are not pastors from the cities. These are pastors from rural communities where there is no internet and where they'll probably never get internet. I mean, you talk about in the backwoods. And some of them are up in the mountains and and they don't have transportation, they walk. So I've been sending them bicycles. I've been sending bicycles to pastors. And and when I, I got a picture the other day from a group of about 10 pastors, they had their bicycles and you thought I'd given them Mercedes Benz. They were so, now these are people who earn $50 a month and they have wives and children, $50 a month. You talk about people giving their lives for the gospel. These untouched pastors in these underdeveloped nations. That's, that's what God's spoken to me to do for the rest of my, my effective ministry life. And I'm getting ready to go back again now. Uh, this, and this, this next fall, I'm going back again. This time looks like it's going to be twice as big because the word is spreading. Listen, folks, there's nothing too hard for God. God's still speaking. Listen, if he can make water come out of a rock, if he can send fire, from heaven to consume a sacrifice. If he can cause a donkey to talk, he can handle your problem. Turn to your neighbor and say, he can handle your problem. Say it on the other side. He can handle your problem. You say, but wait a minute. What about the conditions of the world? What about all this that's going on? What concern is that of ours? In this world, there'll be tribulation. It looks like we're tribulating. <laughs> I mean, I've never seen such a mess in my whole life. I, I, I'm 70 years old. I've never seen. I've never seen such hatred. I've never seen such venom. Yeah. I've never seen such uh, such such groups coming against one another. I mean, all this has been going on. I don't need to talk about it. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. It's everywhere. Right. It's everywhere. Yeah. But The Bible says a thousand may fall at my side yeah. and 10,000 at my right hand, but it shall not come near me. I mean, every time you turn around, there's a food recall going to make you, everything's making you sick now, you know? Well, I just decided I'm not going to be sick. You say, well, that's pretty bold. Well, by faith, I receive healing. And I pray that missionary prayer. If I eat anything that's deadly, it, 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 it shall not harm me, you know? Somehow, I, go- I have eaten things in my life, overseas. I have been in places in the darkest corners of the world where I've had to eat things. that, if I've described to you some of the things I've eaten, you just go. <laughs> I remember one time I was overseas and I had to eat, I had to eat raw eyeballs in order to get to preach. I've been places where you had to drink cow's blood mixed with milk in order to preach. You know, I mean, you want something, you want something for an you want to taste something after that. You, know, you want a sip of something else. I mean, I, I've had places where, where, I, where you have, or I have to kill a cow in order to get to preach. I, I've, I've been to some unusual places in my life. I, I've had to take some things that I don't know what it is that I'm eating. And I, I've, I've said, Lord, thank you that there's nothing in this that will harm me. And God has protected me every day of my life. <laughs> you say, well, Richard, you're special. Ask Lindsay, she'll tell you it's not true. No, it's just me, you know. I'm no different than you. I put my pants on one leg at a time. So don't, don't, don't give me that routine. You know, don't say, well, you're, you have a special calling. No, I have a calling. What's special is God. So God is concerned about his people and God is in control. This mess that's going on in our country right now is not God's fault. It's the devil who comes but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. And he is the one who is behind causing all these people to be at each other's throats. Remember that. Praise God. And finally, number three. The third thing I noticed this morning as I was sitting at the kitchen table there in that little place we rented, Third thing is God's consent to answered prayer. The miracle took place because of concerted, heartfelt prayer. Prayer is the key that unlocks the throne of God's mercy. Much prayer, much power. Little prayer, little power. No prayer, no power. I don't know how to make it any clearer than that. Much prayer, much power. Little prayer, little power. No prayer, no power. Joshua prayed and God answered. The disciples and the others prayed and Peter was released from prison. They prayed in harmony and in unity, and the Holy Spirit was poured out upon them. Prayer and worship go hand in hand. And you all need to be aware of what you have here in Murrieta. You need to be aware of the presence of God when this team ministers. When they sing and they lift their hands and they worship and we all join together, you can feel the presence of God. The first time I was here was a little less than two years ago. It was a year ago this past January that I came in. I, I remember I was sitting right over here and, and I came in as they, were, as they were worshiping and I began to weep. Some of you may remember I was, I was weeping because I'm not used to hearing the kind of worship that happens in this place. Yeah. right. Many of the churches that I go to have a, have a performance. They don't have worship. And when the praise goes up, the walls begin to come down. And Joshua prayed. My father, in his early days, before his healing ministry began, said to the Lord, I'm not going to eat again until you speak to me. I'm going to pray and I'm gonna pray, and I'm gonna pray until you speak to me. He told my mother, don't cook for me until God speaks. And my mother said, in essence, how long is that gonna be? And he replied, I don't know, but I'm gonna pray until he does. You pray until you get the job done. In the old days, they said we pray until we pray through. When our children were little, they're grown now, with us on this trip, uh, our oldest, Jordan, uh, was uh, a little girl. And uh, at that time, we had a car, we had a two-door car that had uh, this kind of seat that folds over. Remember the old kind of seats that folded over? And uh, uh, Lindsay put her in, in the back seat, and was going to strap her into her little, whatever thing that put her in the baby's, in. I don't know what it is. Uh, and, and she accidentally put the seat back up and slammed it on Jordan's foot and just like crushed her foot and George just was weeping and wailing and, and she started yelling mama pray, mama pray, mama pray and so Lindsay prayed and prayed and, and she said mama pray and, and Lindsay prayed again and she said mama pray, pray mama and Lindsay prayed again mama pray, 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 pray and Lindsay said well how many times do you want me to pray she said until the pain stops She's <laughs> just about this high you know and they used to say well we prayed through prayer is the key unlocks the throne of God's mercy. I was up this morning praying and while I prayed, God showed me what I was supposed to do tonight. It was not what I had planned. I don't think when Joshua went to the battle, he he said when this battle is about over, I think I'll speak to the sun. No, it happened in the heat of the battle. We were facing a tremendous need in our ministry. Some things were about to happen that were about to wipe us out. And uh, I went on a three-week prayer vigil. And I, and I prayed and I prayed and I prayed and I prayed and I prayed. And out of the blue, I got a call from a partner and found out that the gift that they had given solved the entire thing. Hallelujah. It was because I got on my face and prayed. Now, someone I'm sure could say, well, that might have happened anyway. Well, it might have, but it hadn't. That's right. It hadn't happened. But it did happen, and it changed, really, the course of our ministry because I prayed. And some people may not be comfortable with you praying like that. Well, you don't have to do it for show, you know. You can go into your own prayer closet, you know. You pray any time, night or day. When you pray in tongues, you know, you're not doing it to to show that you're somebody special. Most of the time I pray in tongues, you never know it. I just, I'm praying under under my breath. Nobody's hearing me, you know, but I'm praying in tongues and God's showing me. And that's what I did this morning. I was praying in tongues and God showed me a new direction to go in. Much prayer, much power. Little prayer, little power. No prayer, no power there were two women who were sitting out on their front porch and they were talking about their husbands. And one woman said to the other, you know, it seems like I'm always sewing up the holes in the rear ends of my husband's pants. And... uh, The other woman said, well, it's amazing you'd say that because I spend so much of my time sewing up the knees of my husband's pants. And the other woman said, well, my husband sits around a lot. And the other woman said, well, my husband's on his knees a lot praying. If I've got holes in my pants, I want them in my knees. Come on, come on. I don't want them in my seat. I want to be a person of prayer. I want the right to call on God even in the midst of the storm. When Paul faced the winds and the waves in that ship and was about to be shipwrecked on the island of Malta floating in on pieces of wood he stood on that storm-washed deck and an angel appeared to him and spoke to him. Because Paul was praying. I believe in prayer. 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 Prayer is simply the sincere desire of your heart. You don't have to use any big words. You just talk to God out of your heart. And listen, he's a talking God. He'll talk back. And I praise God for that. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. I can hear Joshua saying, sun stand still, moon hold steady. And for about a day, it stood there. No movement. They did not lose the daylight. And he was able to complete the job and the armies were wiped out. And there was a fear, everyone in the land, because they knew that the Lord was with Joshua. The Lord is with me tonight. Is he with you? Yes. Praise God! Let's stand together for a word of prayer. Makasi stibri lift your voice in the spirit. Shena makasi ananakasoto koshdon brakasa. Shesta nakasi bla, lift your voice. Broso brakasa tenakasi tikeshdi anakaseyatsa. Leshti ananakasa brakasa. Sono nokosondi yatenakasamba. Lift your voice in tongues. If you've never prayed in tongues before, open your mouth. Bashiko i braa poko ia itsa nena kasitiashtam brakaso. Lema kasian nakasta voshtibriata nakasa. Sin in a atanaka. Did I not show unto you that if you would speak, that I would hear? Did I not say unto you that I would remove the obstacles? Kia satiatanakasam brakasa. Prendo kosum brakasatanaka. Who needs healing tonight in your body? Who needs healing prayer? Lift your hands. Who needs healing in some area of your life and you need prayer tonight? If that's you, step out in the aisle real quickly and come down here. I saw several hands. Just come and make a line right here. Some of you ushers come and stand behind them. There's nothing too hard for God Breshanda da kasi prakasa kasi diashda. Kila makasi anda kashdo yatsanda kashda. Kila moko prakasa. Kema shda nakasi prakasa. Solo moko Stretch your hands out toward them in the name of Jesus. In the Name of Jesus, 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 in the Name of Jesus. It's not my touch, it's the touch of the Lord. In the name of Jesus. 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 Healing wholeness, every area of your life, from the crown of your head, even unto the soles of your feet. Satan, you take your hands off of every man, every woman, every young person, every boy, every girl. We don't belong to you. We belong to God. And I plead the shed blood of his son, Jesus, over these who've come for prayer. You foul, tormenting sickness and disease. Just lift your hands under the Lord tonight. You foul, tormenting thing, in Jesus' name, come out! Every cancer, every pain, every problem, every fear, every sickness, every disease, come out! I adjure you by the name of Jesus Christ, you come out of this man, you come out of this woman. Every problem in the blood, every problem with the heart, every problem with the kidneys, with the liver, with the gallbladder, with the pancreas, with any of the vital organs, with the lungs, come out in the name of Jesus. Blood pressure and blood sugar be healed, regulate. In the name of Jesus, every cancer, every tumor, every mass, every growth, be healed. Cancer in the blood, cancer in the brain, cancer in the breast, cancer in the bone, cancer in any area, come out in the name of Jesus. I take authority over it by the name of the one I belong to. And just in the same way that Joshua said, Son, stand still. I say, sickness, come out. In Jesus' name. And I send you sickness to the uninhabited places, the dry places of the earth, to afflict no one again forever. Now lift your hands and begin to thank him. Don't begin to wonder. Don't begin to doubt. Begin to thank him. Call it in in Jesus' name. Say, this is mine. Bible says, the violent, take it by force. Call it in. Say, it's mine. This healing is mine. It's mine. I receive it by faith. Every bit of depression, every discouragement, every fear, every worry, every anxious moment, that uh, loneliness, the bitterness, the unforgiveness, come out! in the name of Jesus. Be healed in every area of your emotions. Be healed, look up unto the hills from which cometh your strength. God has not fallen off the throne. He's the same yesterday, today and forever, no matter who is or who isn't in the White House. No matter who or who isn't on the Supreme Court, no matter who or who isn't in the Senate or the Congress or in the governor's chair or in any of the other elected positions in our land, God has not fallen off the throne. And the heart of the king is in the hands of the Lord. Praise God. If he can work through Cyrus in the Bible, he can work through men today. In the name of Jesus. I just lift my hands and I give you praise, Father. I give you honor and I give you glory. I worship you tonight. And for that thing that the Lord has spoken to you about, that thing which you've not completed and you don't know how it can be completed because it seems like daylight's running out, that's the time to start speaking. That's the time time to start telling the devil to get out of your way. That's the time to start saying, these conditions stop because if Joshua can stop the sun and the moon, then you and I can stop those things that are coming against us because God's no respecter of persons. If he can do that in the life of Joshua, he can do that in your life. He can do that in my life. And I praise you, Father, and I give you honor, and I give you glory in Jesus' mighty name. Well, somebody give praise to the Lord tonight, hallelujah. Hallelujah, come on, give him praise. Hallelujah. Uh, supposed to be able to bring my newest book which um, I'm now offering this month on television it got delayed at the printer Uh, it's not supposed to be in my hands until next this coming Friday so I couldn't bring it it's called Thrive Eliminating Lack from Your Life and um, I think it's a pretty good one Uh, I'm sorry I'm sorry I don't have it tonight I thought I would have it here but it's not gonna be in my hands until Friday. I've got thousands and thousands of requests already since 1st of April when I started offering it on television. Um, So uh, I've created a problem, but it's a good problem. Uh, As soon as I get them Friday, we'll start mailing them out all across America and around the world uh, to people. And uh, so I'm sorry that I don't have it, but I do have uh, two resources here tonight. I have uh, my book, He's a Healing Jesus, which is available out in the lobby uh, this picture, you can't see that it's a little girl. You see it's a child, but you can't tell it's a girl. Uh, this little girl was healed of uh, blindness in one of my crusades overseas. And I took her up in my arms and held her as they gave the testimony. And they took a picture of it. And Lindsay said, that's the cover for the book. So put that on the book. You can't tell it's a little girl, but it is. And that's, in a, that's a little Muslim girl that God healed. And then this book, um, this is a paperback. This is a hardback unstoppable increase and it's available out in the lobby Um, Lindsay asked me to tell you something she asked me to say uh, bring your seatbelts on Sunday (laughs) because she's been studying for you for the last month she has been stored up uh, you know with with, uh, her message And she thought she was going to get to preach it on Sunday. And then she thought, well, I'm not going to get to preach it at all. Now she gets to preach it this Sunday. So she is so excited. And I got to come and see what she's going to say. So but we'll be back on Sunday morning. And I praise God for that. Thank you for allowing me to come tonight and open my heart and to bring this message to you. God bless each and every one of you tonight. Pastor. We trust you've enjoyed this message. Visit us at deframeministries.org to learn of our upcoming meetings, share your testimony, become a partner, or visit our online store. This program has been made possible by the friends and partners of Deframe Ministries.